0: Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Today's episode is a listener question. So if you don't know already, every once in a while, I like to take a question from one of you and answer it a little bit more in depth here on the podcast. This question came in not only during my free class, but also during one of my Q&A Wednesdays. On my stories, I pop up a Q box every Wednesday, and it came in there as well. And so I wanted to address it because I think it will be really helpful. So Bailey, during one of my free classes asked. Asked the question, does Table Talk help teach your little ones how to tune into hunger and fullness? And this question also came in from a different mama, Linda, who said, how do you teach your kids that they're full? These are such great questions, and I want to break that down on today's podcast. But before we get into it, I want to read a written review from one of you. As you guys know, I appreciate your written reviews so much. Not only does it keep me going and help really encourage every other parent who's looking for a great podcast, but did you know that actually they show other moms just like you podcasts that have great reviews? So if you want to spread the word, I would love it if you left a written review by scrolling down and typing your little heart out. All right. Today's written review comes from Maria Allen. She says, fabulous, five stars. I love the advice shared here for helping children learn to eat and helping let go of our own food issues. Maria Allen, I love that you're tuning into all of that. There's so much that goes into feeding our kids. And oftentimes, a lot of times it's holding up a mirror to our own stuff that's going on a little bit deeper through the surface. And so I'm so happy you're picking up on that. Mama, I see you. You're tired of making different meals and crossing your fingers that tonight might be the night where they actually try those veggies. You're so tired of putting things on the plate just to watch them not get touched. Maybe you're even feeling stuck in a never ending cycle of bribing, begging, bargaining to get your little one to eat. Maybe you feel like they wouldn't eat anything unless you count down their bites or even feed it to them. I bet you're even worried that they're just not getting enough and certainly not enough of the things that you know that they need. You're not sure that they're reaching their full potential living off pizza and goldfish crumbs. You're ready for a change or else you might just throw in the towel altogether. Maybe you're feeling like you're at your wit's end with picky eating and feeling like nothing will work. You need a plan to finally beat picky eating and get back to enjoying meals again. If this sounds anything like you, then this program was literally made for you. Table Talk is the picky eating program that works. It's the program that teaches you to be your own feeding expert because... At the end of the day, you know your child best. And feeding kids shouldn't be this hard. Picky eating can take over your life, feeling like every meal is worse than the last. It's time to reclaim your kitchen and actually start enjoying meals together. Table Talk is a targeted program that teaches you the strategies and methods that kick picky eating to the curb for good. Take it from Lola, who's a mom of a little one who she was ready just to throw in the towel altogether about picky eating, but then she took Table Talk, and at the end, she said, since taking Table Talk, my daughter's foods, likes, and loves is over 100. Can you imagine what it would be like for your little one to like or love over 100 foods? Throughout the Table Talk program, you'll learn how to get them to eat more variety and new foods, make sure that they're eating the right amount, and finally have peaceful meals again as a family. You'll learn how to stop pressuring them to eat and what to do to encourage them without pressuring. Plus, you will feel confident at the table knowing that everything you're doing is leading to raising a healthy, happy, and independent eater. right you can click the link in the description box below to enroll in table talk today and when you do that you will also get my demystifying desserts mini course completely for free this course teaches you how to take desserts off the pedestal and put them back where they belong and end the obsession with sugar all right click the link in the description box below to get started today Uh, But back to today's episode. We're going to be talking, like I said, all about how to teach your little ones that they're hungry and that they're full. Now, I want to actually start this podcast by saying your children already know this. They really do. They may not be able to articulate it, but they do know it. Now, nine times out of 10, or rather I would say 99 out of 100 times, our children are actually born as intuitive eaters. So outside of some sort of medical diagnoses or Hormonal imbalance, typically our children are born intuitive eaters. So, what that means is they are born knowing when they're hungry and when they're full. This is why, oftentimes, when a baby's crying, there's a few different reasons for that, but one of them is hunger. And when we feed that baby, they often release the nipple, whether of the bottle or the breast, because they're full. They turn their head. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to feed, especially a newborn baby, when they are no longer hungry, it Is difficult, right? We have to like wake them up, take their socks off, bring them, like undress them to get them a little chilly. Like, do you remember those days when you had this newborn and you were like, you're supposed to eat every two hours and you have to wake them up to feed them? It is so hard to get them to eat when they're not hungry. Now, of course, there's a whole area tangent that I could go on right now, but I'm not going to do it. We're going to stick. To on point. Because the point of the matter is humans are designed to have hunger and fullness signals to help them in their everyday life. These are what are called feedback loops. So our bodies are actually designed to stay kind of in the middle. Every time we're a little bit hungry, we want to eat to satisfy that hunger. And then we use up the energy and we get hungry again, and our body sends another signal that we're hungry. And this is a cycle we actually want to have every day. Now, I know a lot of us as adults growing up, we were taught that hunger was bad. And maybe in college, we were told to brush our teeth or go to bed and try to ignore our hunger, or drink a glass of water, whatever that might look like. This is actually something we talk about over at the mom and well podcast. So we can kind of undo some of those thoughts and beliefs that we're holding on to about hunger and fullness, because hunger is actually really, really good. It is uh, quite literally the thing that keeps us alive. So hunger and fullness is good, but I assure you this, your child has a biological drive to eat. And what that means is we don't necessarily need to take some time and teach them this. It is intuitive. So it's not like arithmetic that we have to sit down and explain why two plus two equals four. We can simply model the behavior and respond to their needs. Now, that being said, that's in an ideal world where we haven't necessarily impeded on that ability to tune into their hunger and fullness. But a lot of times when we've been pressuring our kids around the table because of picky eating, because of loving them and wanting them to eat the protein, the calcium, the iron, the things we know they need, sometimes by pressuring them, we actually inadvertently disassociate them with their hunger and fullness. Not completely. Don't worry. It's still there and they're still going to be able to tune into it. Um, And there are some things we can do to help do that. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Okay, the first tip I actually kind of already touched on and that's modeling it. Not only modeling it, which what I mean by that is uh eating when you're hungry, like actually watching letting your kid watch you while you eat, um actually sitting with them and eating is most ideal, but also you can kind of narrate this for them. You can say something along the lines of, hmm, I'm getting a little bit hungry. I'm thinking about having my leftovers from yesterday. Or, hmm, mommy's belly's a little bit rumbly. Can you hear that? Oh my gosh, that was a loud one. Did you hear that? I think mommy's hungry. So we can use some narration to explain what hunger might feel like inside of our body. And everyone's different how they experience hunger. Oftentimes, really loud stomach growls means we're really hungry. (laughs) So sometimes it might show up a little bit more subtle, uh, but that's okay. So you can kind of narrate that. Same thing with fullness. You can be eating at the dinner table with them. Take a bite and notice that you're full and you can narrate that. Hmm, I think I'm feeling full. I think I'm going to wait a little while to see if I'm all done eating and check in with my belly. So you can say things like that. You can narrate what's going on and why you're doing what you're doing. Now, I don't recommend doing this at every meal, at every snack, every day. This is not something that we need to have conversations around the food all the time. But what we can do is just simply model the behavior, even if it's not being narrated out loud. That's just a little bonus tip to throw in here and there, especially if you feel like your little one is struggling with stopping when they're full or really eating when they're hungry. Okay, the next little uh, tip that you could try to use with your little one is explain the stomach and how the stomach works while kind of comparing it to a balloon. Now, you can do this uh, away from the table, not during a meal, and you kind of want to do it as like a little teaching experiment. And you can say, Oh, this balloon reminds me of our belly. When it's empty like this and there's nothing in it, we might feel really hungry. What are some feelings you feel when you're hungry? Now, if depending on the age of your kid, they may not be able to answer that question and that's okay too. You can fill in the blanks really simply for them and then blow it up with a little bit of air and say, oh, look, there's a little bit of food in this balloon. It's getting fuller and fuller. And then you can blow up more air and you could say, Oh, this feels really full. In fact, it feels like I'm going to pop it right? And you can have a little bit of fun showing them the different stages of the balloon. And this is what happens when we add food to our stomach. Now, of course, this is a very basic example, but really helpful visual for our little ones. Then as they're eating and they've started to connect this balloon idea to their stomach, you might even be able to ask them, how does your belly feel? Like if it was a balloon, is it big and full like a balloon or is it really empty? Like there's no air in there. Ask them just simply like that. So those demonstrations like that can be really helpful for our little one. Now, the last tip I'm going to give you here on helping our little ones tune in with their hunger and fullness is simply by asking them to check in with their belly. This is something you've likely heard me say before on Instagram. um, And I talk about this, of course, inside Table Talk as well, is checking in with their belly. Now, they may not fully understand what that means at first. But the point of the matter is, is to get them to take a second after eating or during eating to pause and check in with their body, getting into their body, feeling the feelings that are going on inside instead of ignoring them because they're distracted or they're excited or whatever that might look like. And it's really just practicing taking the space and tuning into their own body. So you can say, Check in with your belly. They may not fully understand it, they may not fully know what they're checking in with for a while, but over time, with enough practice, they'll start to realize that they are feeling sensations no matter how small. And likely the busyness of the world or the chaos around the table is just too distracting for them to usually notice. So asking them to check in with their belly can be really helpful. Again, going back to modeling it and saying, I'm gonna check in with my belly too. Hmm, my belly feels quite full. I think I'm going to take a break from eating, right? Or "Mm, I think there's a little room left in my belly. I'm still hungry. I'm going to have another piece of cake or whatever that might look like. So you're connecting those dots for them. All right, I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, I would love it if you shared it with a mom friend. And of course, there's a ton of resources to help you in the show notes below. So check those out. And until next week, mamas, I'll see you then.